Are you feeling stuck or are you unstoppable? Are you tired of creating incremental growth in your business while really wanting to make quantum leaps? Well then welcome, you found the right place to be fed. This is Susan, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business and this podcast is for women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, anyone who is unwaveringly focused on finding the best path to success in their business. While you're here, you're gonna be asked to think differently to get different results, to do things that are challenging, but oh, so rewarding. So come on, let's get started. Hello. It is so good to have you here today. It's going to be a fun topic to talk about. I think a lot of thought-provoking questions will come to your mind as you listen to today's episode. Here's why. Everyone I talk to, everyone has a different reason for deciding that they want to venture out and create or grow their business beyond where it is today. There's things always going on inside of our mind that propel us forward in this place. And here's what makes me excited to be here with you today is to talk about the reasons behind why we do what we do and when it comes to getting a harebrained idea in our heads around starting a new business, figuring out what really motivates us and keeps us committed to it. So this is going to be a fun episode. Listen, I can speak from experience on this one because about three years ago, I was sitting back running a well-oiled machine of a company that my partner and I developed over the course of 10 years. Now, we worked really hard over those 10 years to get it to a place where it was really a smooth operation. And things had become fairly easy. And I wasn't having to work very hard at all, and I was doing really well, but I was just getting bored and really restless. It it felt like, "Mm, is this all there is? And then I got that idea, you know, that crazy idea that I wanted to start another business and I wanted it to be a coaching practice. I have wanted a coaching practice of my own for 15 years or more. That's when I first got introduced to my mentor. uh, And I, I, I was just like, I just want to do this. I wanted to be able to get one-on-one and personal with the women who were trying to grow thriving businesses. That's like the down and dirty of it. That's really what I thought was my why. And there's a lot of backstory here because the main business, Beyond ROI, is a corporate type of a, I'm an entrepreneur, but I work with corporations and I feed corporations a lot of really great insights based on these research studies that I do for them around their sellers. And the insights I develop and I deliver to them are to be used to help their salespeople produce more revenue, to help them be more successful, which sounds great, right? But I started feeling really unsettled about the fact that I didn't have direct access to the people who would benefit from the information that I was sharing with the companies. See how that that chain goes? Like I was the the person on the end of the chain giving the middle person information, but I really didn't see how it was playing out in the lives of the people receiving it, in their development, in their coaching. And I really just started recognizing that I just 
wanted to be involved with the people who would benefit the most from what I had to offer to the world. It was just that kind of underlying simmering flame. And that's how Unstoppable Women in Business was actually founded. So what I just described to you, you might consider that my why. And I did for quite a while. Like, hey, I want to help women entrepreneurs. I want to help them grow. That that would be really rewarding. That's a good why. You would think that's be enough. But here's the thing. Starting a business, even if you have experience behind you of doing it before, like me, it's not always easy. This was totally different. I, I never had to really sell directly to the people uh, that I was helping, right? I was selling to big companies through channels. I created relationships and was able to you know, really produce a lot of great clients without having to use the type of things that I do today with Unstoppable Women. I had never used social media, never even thought of becoming a podcaster, never thought about speaking at networking groups and such, right? So those are all things that were new to me and totally outside of my comfort zone. And so when you think about that and you think about like, why do I want to do this? There needs to be almost a deeper why. There there has to be something that when you get to the point where you're uncomfortable, you cannot deny your why. It's tangible. It's physical. You can see it. You can touch it. It drives commitment within you that goes beyond motivation. Because if you don't have this deep why, that's where procrastination comes in. It's almost like the scales of justice, right? You put discomfort on one side and you put your why on the other side. Which one wins out? Which one creates that forward momentum for you. And that's what a really big why comes from. So that's what today's episode is all about, finding your big why and really digging down and knowing how to use that why when things get a little bit challenging or you're getting resistant to doing the things that are just a little bit more hard. Okay, now I'm going to finish up this podcast talking to you about my why and what goes deeper than the one that I've identified for you here right now. But first, I want to introduce you to a lovely woman, Shanna, who is the founder and owner of Shanna Marie Coaching, a leadership coaching practice where she focuses on moms who are leaders and the work that they need to do to show up in their life and be the best person they are in both capacities. Shanna is one of the newest members of my Success Collaborative, the group coaching program that I run. And as I've worked with Shanna, I've come to respect her so much. And she has taught me about the big why and how to not only identify it, but how to put it into action on a daily basis. We had an amazing conversation about this. So I wanted to introduce you to Shanna Marie, and we will take this subject up from here with her. All right. Welcome, everybody. It is so good to have you here. And I want to welcome Shanna. Um, Shanna, tell us a little bit about yourself. I've already kind of 
told people a little bit about you, but not everything. So tell me about who you are, what you do in your current job, and what the heck led you to wanting to start a leadership coaching practice. Welcome, Shanna. Thank you. All right. So I am a mom. I have three small children, um, three girls, and I work full-time in corporate and I'm in a leadership role there. Uh, and I have a coaching practice. And so uh, really what brought me to coaching to begin with was my own personal experience with it. And coaching transformed my marriage and I attributed saving my marriage. Um, and I have a happy, healthy marriage now. And um, And then the other piece is in my role in corporate say or corporate sales in my role in, in my corporate leadership role um i for a lot of years felt like a total fraud um i felt like like i was just faking it and i was self-conscious it was it was a challenge and um coaching transformed that for me as well and so i was able to fully step into that leadership role and that did two things that made me a better leader and it it allowed me to experience my life in the way I wanted to. It allowed me to have um, a more peaceful and enjoyable journey through my everyday life. So uh, it just, it enhanced every aspect of my life. So that's what drew me to coaching. And then I see that among my peers, I am, um, I am fortunate to be surrounded by a lot of women leaders um, their moms. And what I noticed is a common theme with those of us who are juggling a career and our family is um, we feel like we're sacrificing one for the other all the time. We feel like when we're at work, we're sacrificing our family. And when we feel like when we're doing family things, we're sacrificing work. And uh, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, it is, it's the mindset work that is done within coaching can shift that so that you can uh, just embrace all of it and that you can feel fully confident and fully supported and in all of those areas. So that's really why I did it. It was just my own personal mm-hmm. um, transformation. And I see that among my peers, mm-hmm. there are so many of us in the same boat. True. That is so true. As a matter of fact, almost every coach I know has gone into a at least a, a semblance of a niche where they themselves have benefited from. So it's beautiful to see that you've been able to do that. Here's the question I have though, because the way you painted your picture, you're a pretty busy lady. Three little girls, a full-time corporate job, and you're trying to you know, get your coaching practice up off the ground. I know that you are committed to this because Shanna gets up every morning, or not every morning, but on the mornings we're coaching together, she gets up and she's with me at five o'clock in the morning because she's on West Coast, I'm on East Coast. So she likes to get it in before her day gets busy. So this woman is dedicated. But Shanna, tell me what you uncovered about why you're willing to commit the time to developing in this precious, you know, period of time we all have is the same amount of time you're willing to commit a good chunk of it to developing the next phase of your career, the coaching practice that you're developing. Yeah. I had a really fantastic coaching session recently. And um, one of the things that, that he asked me was, what is, 
what's the cost of not achieving your goal in five years? And um, uncovered something for me that was really powerful and is driving a lot of action for me now. Um, And what I realized is for me, the cost of not achieving my goal in five years is I miss out on that five years of time to show my girls what's possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, I miss out on um, time that I could have with them. I miss out on experiences that I can have with them. And I'm in a really fortunate position where I, they get to enjoy this with me. Um, They get to see these blessings with me. And um, I, what I find is that, that children look at their parents as the example of what they can do. Um, Sometimes, you know, it's pretty common that children get a little bit further ahead than their parents did, but not astronomical growth. And so I want to get as big and, um, I just want to show them that you can do anything you want to do and there is so much potential. And so that is what I miss out on if I don't do this in five years is my oldest is going to be close to leaving. And that's great if I can afford to do all the vacations and do everything else, but now if she's gone, then right. she doesn't then, want, you know, yes, exactly. then we miss that. Exactly. That is so beautiful. So it's so interesting because you think, just like I described in the earlier part of my lead-in, that the big why is the work you're putting out into the world. Your big why is all of these beautiful people that you're going to be able to touch and make a difference and have them experience the same thing you experienced through coaching. And and if you think about it, that is that's not a bad why at all. But the way you just described it, you've got an amazing why. It is really around how you're going to um, be a role model for three beautiful women who will then become who you are and more in their lives because they saw you do it. And that's really cool. I could see where that would keep you committed <laughs> for sure. Yes. Well, and I love that you pointed out the why uh, because that was my why. I am super passionate about sharing this with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that we can all rise up together. And I feel that deep inside. But when I tapped into what I'd miss out and the opportunity that I have for my children, mm-hmm. like that one. <laughs> That one hit home. I still almost, yes, I still like fight back to tears when I dig into that one. Yeah, that's a big one. It is a big one. And I loved the question that you were asked around what's the cost of not achieving this in five years? So you must have put a time frame out there. But that is a, I mean, that's a really great question everyone should be asking themselves because. If what comes to mind that you're not going to be making enough money or that you're going to just have your, um, you'll be breaking free from corporate, that's that's good. That's a really good why. But what you came up with, like you said, it can bring you to tears. And that to me is when you almost know you've hit your biggest why possible. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's the thing, lady. You're committed to this. You've got a big why. And that's all well and good to know. But the question is, what what tips can you give us that you've uncovered that help you keep this, in essence, at top of mind? How do you stay motivated to your commitment? Isn't that interesting? It's, I love putting it that way because a lot of people say, oh, I have so much motivation to do this. And to me, motivation is one thing, but you have to have commitment to it to do the things that will move you forward. So tell us a little bit about how you stay committed and what you've come up with that helps you keep this big why at top of mind. So I like to make sure I'm really clear on what I'm committing to 
And then I have a strategy for keeping that why top of mind. And when we look at, when I look at what I'm committed to, the thing that supports me the most is I look at, let's say that that five years from now that has achieved her goals. I am already in that space. I've achieved the goals that I have set out. And I look at that version of me and I think, what does her day look like? What does her, what does, how does she show up every day? Um, What are the things that she's doing? What are the things that she's not doing? And then I look at my life right now and I find out, am I living my life right now with the days that my future self needs? Because I can't get to that future self unless I create these days to build that. And, you know, I look at the, what I noticed that I was doing is I was living my life the way my past self lived my life, which just kept me where I was. Um, and it's, it's kind of like, I, I have this analogy with, with baking. And if I am throwing in all of the ingredients for a lasagna, I was expecting to pull out a chocolate cake and that's not going to work. And so I'm looking at really, we achieve our goals day by day. And so we have to live today in order to create the thing. So I just look at in the microcosm of my day and my week, am I creating the building blocks for that future that I want? Uh, Because then I know, okay, I'm committed to doing this and not doing this for the purpose of creating this future that I want. And so that clarity helps me. I love that. And you know what? You know what I love the most about it is that as business owners, we always have this vision of the um of success as something magical and different. And it's elusive and it's out there. And what you're describing to me is the fact that we can live it today, live it today and be able to create it from a place of already enjoying that magic, already enjoying what it takes. That's not always easy to do though, but it I get where you're coming from. What do you do to be able to make that happen for you on a daily basis? So back to my my big why that I discovered with what I would miss out on if I didn't achieve this. Um, on my bedside table is a picture of my girls. And every night before I go to bed, I ask myself, did I make progress? Did I move forward towards my goal today? And if the answer is no, then I have two choices. Um, Choice one is I get my butt out of bed and I do something that produces a result in my business and moves me forward. And if I say no, I have to physically rip up that piece of paper with my beautiful girl's faces on it and say, it wasn't worth it. And I, (laughs) I don't think I could be tired enough to look at my girl's faces and rip it up and say, you're not worth it. Oh my gosh, that literally takes my breath away and gives me chills at the same time, Shannon. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine you doing that. But that makes so much sense. It's like your big why is in a physical like representation, something tangible that you can see. And you're now challenging yourself to say, how serious am I to this? Have I done even one thing today? Like, What is one thing I can do right now that will make a difference on moving towards that goal? So it's not like you're getting up and spending the whole night working, right? Right. It can be a 15-minute thing. Maybe it's a 15-minute social media post. Yeah. You know what also that makes me think of is if I did that once or twice, 
I think I would think about it before. In, in essence, I'd be almost training myself to think about it earlier. It's like, I'm not going to be getting in bed and having to get out again, or I'm not going to have, you know what I mean? Get to that point of the day and have to be doing something for business. So it would definitely um, create a habit for me that would say earlier and earlier in the day, what's the one thing that I could do? If, if that's all I can fit in, what's the one thing that I can do that'll make a, a difference in going yeah. forward in my goal today? Yeah. And I think that gives us, we have certain things in our lives that are non-negotiable and we have other things that we let ourselves negotiate. Anytime so we true. let ourselves negotiate with our, if we, we're good negotiators. We can talk oh, ourselves out of anything. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. And so, yeah, that practice, it does come earlier because it's like, it's not even a question. Um, yeah. You know, if you have an appointment, if you have an appointment somewhere, you don't, decide in the moment, oh, do I feel like it? Would I rather be on the couch? You get in your car and you drive to your appointment and you arrive on time and there's no drama around it. So and true. it's because it's non-negotiable committed. You committed when you put it on your calendar and you schedule the appointment. <laughs> so that same level of non-negotiable, I put it on my calendar and I treat it like an appointment with, like I treat any other appointment with somebody else. And, and it, it, it makes it a lot easier and lighter when you take oh, away the drama of the negotiation. <laughs> that's outstanding, Shanna. Thank you so much for sharing that. I can imagine that... Um, oh, let me ask you this question. Instead of imagining, I want to ask you this question. Is there anything that you do just to get out of bed in the morning? Because you're, I mean, you're at your desk at five o'clock before your kids get up, before you go into your full-time job. You were in your office, like doing things and getting things done. How do you translate that same same way of looking at a picture when you wake up, or is it something different that gets you mo- moving in the morning? Yeah, good question. Because I am not a morning person, is what I used to tell myself. But one thing that I realized that whether or not you say you're a morning person is 100% in your head. Because anybody who suggested a daylight savings. You adjust and you get over it, and it's not a big deal. Or if you've ever traveled and you've had to change, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially significant, you can flip your days totally upside down, and you just adapt to it. So it's all in our heads. Um, I mean, physically, we need a certain amount of sleep, but our wake up time, we have a lot more control over that just with our attitude than we realize. Um, and what I do, and this helps me with a lot of different areas. Um, one is just the again, not negotiating. If I sit in bed and negotiate with myself, that bed's very comfortable and I'm still not awake. So (laughs) I'd like to stay there. Um, But I actually have, one is like a a physical environment thing um, for getting out of bed. And I have my alarm by my bedside that's quiet because I don't want to wake up the rest of my house. And then across the room, I have my watch set up to have an alarm that goes off one minute afterwards. And so I have to jump out of bed and get that alarm before it goes off and disturbs anybody else in my house. Uh, Because if my kids wake up and they stay awake, then I lose my morning. That is precious golden, (laughs) golden time. Um, But then that, that actually helped me shift out of the negotiating. And now my brain just turns on when the alarm goes off. Um, But then the other thing I do is uh, there are mornings where I, I could wake up an hour later and move some things around and it would be fine. But I tell myself, I can change my schedule tomorrow. So whatever I put on my schedule, if I said yesterday, I told myself that today I'm waking up at 5 a.m., I'm waking up at 5 a.m. 
And if it turns out that it actually wasn't necessary, then tomorrow I can wake up at six. But I don't ever let myself make that decision in the moment. I give myself permission to change tomorrow's plan if my awake brain agrees with me. Oh, perfect. I love that, Shanna. Thank you so much. I know that you're bringing so much good little nuggets to every woman out there who is really inspired to do something bigger and is worried that like, how am I going to fit this in? How am I going to make this happen? You've got some really, really great tips here. I appreciate it there very much. And I want to ask you one last question. Um, and I know this is a little bit of self, little selfish here, but I want people to understand what the success collaborative program is that we that I run um, and how it benefits entrepreneurs. So would you mind just giving the the listeners here, a really quick kind of insight into what you're doing within the, within the Success Collaborative so far. I know it's early in your journey, but still, we've done some interesting work together and I'd love for you to share uh, with the listeners what that's like. Yes, I would love to share. <laughs> uh, and I want to also point out that you said it was selfish. That's like saying, here, I want to give you this gift and saying that's selfish. Like you would never hand somebody a gift and think you were being selfish. So I think that this, what you've created is completely a gift. Um, And even though we're just getting started in just the few um, times that we've met, I feel like I already have received all the value of your program. So everything else is icing on the cake. And uh, it is, you've, because of who you are and how you show up, you've been able to curate a fantastic group of women. So talk about gifts. I'm going to have this group of women, mm-hmm. I imagine, long after this collaborative. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee that. They, <laughs> they are special ladies. And it is so... I love the way the universe brings just the right people together. Uh, it's going to be great. And you've created a great strategy that I think is going to carry your business forward to the next level. So I'm super excited for you too, Shanna. Thank you so much for taking your time. I know time is precious for you. I appreciate you giving it to this um, and to the listeners here. And I appreciate your input. So thank you. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. Have an awesome day today, Shanna. And we'll talk again soon, lady. Wonderful. Thank you, Susan. My pleasure. All right. Now that was fun. I just love Shanna. She inspires me so much every day when I think about what she does and what she goes through to get it done every day. It just amazes me. She's a beautiful woman. And I'm so happy you got to hear from her and get to know her a little bit. She's Shanna from shannamariecoaching.com. And check her out. I'll have some contact information for you in the show notes. All right, that's it for this week. It was great to spend time with you as always. Please let me know if there's anything I can do to support you. I love helping women in business. Oh, and I did say that I would share my big why um, with you at the end of the episode. So let me just really quickly pop in there because as I mentioned, I thought my big why was really around helping women entrepreneurs become more successful to really, you know, put strategies and new things into place that help them grow sales and to create a lot of revenue for themselves. I thought that was it. But you know something, as I've been working and getting to know and immersing myself with women entrepreneurs, it is bigger than that. I'm not kidding you. I know this sounds a little crazy, but it is 
a movement. I think my big why is that I want to be part of a movement of women. I want to be immersed in the community and the love and the kindness and the sharing and the success and the celebrations and the support. And it's, it is, I'm looking for community. Like when you get to be my age and your kids are gone and your, you know, your friends are there for you, but you, you don't necessarily share a deep level of um, connection any longer, you get a little lonely. So it's not that I just want to help people do better. I really want to draw together a community of people that I can surround myself with and just have a ton of fun and enjoyment together. So that's my big why now. I look at that community and the opposite of it is being alone on an island by myself kind of just going through the motions of uh, life. And that doesn't sound fun to me. So that's where I'm coming from. Hey, let me know what I can do to support you. Be part of my community. Find me out on Facebook, Unstoppable Women in Business, all over the place. Until we meet again, you go get them, girl. Take care. Hey there, lady. What are you doing? We need to get to know each other better. Come on over and visit me at www.unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com and check it out. I've got so much good stuff over there for you and I would love to get to know you better. So come on, come on over, let's hang out.